Welcome back, everyone, and happy Monday. This is Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, somehow still feeling full of energy, Andy, even though this is day six, I think, day five in Vegas. I head back home tomorrow, finally, mm. back to the East Coast, back to humidity, back to less than 100 degree, 10, 10 degree temperatures. It's, you know, I don't know. Who knows? But how are you? How was your weekend? Oh, pretty good. It's like, uh, it was a fun weekend of sports. I remember we, we touched on this Friday. Did you watch the Euro finals at all? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was at, um, so I got up on Sunday, watched the Wimbledon finals over at Circa, went over to the Superbook at Westgate to watch the Euro, and then we got a chance to watch um, the NBA finals on Sunday. I went over to the new place, Resorts World. Sportsbook's okay, but they have a couple really nice, like, lounge bars. We were up, like, 66 floors or whatever, overlooking everything. It was beautiful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm definitely excited to check out Circa, but now Resorts World open too. So yeah, I'll be out there in about six weeks. Gonna check all that out. Glad I had you're you're like my scouting party. You're like Danny Glover in Lonesome <laughs> Dove. You go ahead, check things out. Patrick's heard bad things about resorts. Well, I'm gonna go there anyway. And I still it's, need to I still have never been to South Point. I need to go there at one point ever. Wear your walking shoes when you go to Resorts World. So, you know, I, I went to the Self Park Garage and we tried to go to like one of the restaurants. I literally looked at my phone. I walked a mile and a half. It took me a mile and a half to get from the, the parking garage, like where we went to eat. The place is massive. So when you're going, wear comfortable shoes or try to like call ahead and figure out where the best, best place to park was because it was, that was kind of frustrating. But once you get in there, the casino floor is really nice. It's really quiet. Um, they don't have like too many slot machines and they're not loud. So you don't have that ding, 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 like, you know, sound the whole Buffalo! time. So it's really pleasant and, and nice. And uh, there's a lot of nice looking people staying there. So, well, then it Lots sounds like my kind of joint. Oh, uh, yeah. Wimbledon was cool. I wish, you know, I got the over. I had a little scratch on the over. That's kind of what I thought I was going to do Friday. I don't bet heavy on this tennis stuff because I'm not very good at it. But a little on the over, I got there. Really didn't need much after the first two sets. And the women's final, that was pretty good, I guess. I don't really care. I didn't bet anything on that. The Euro final was good. Drew kind of asked me about this. He's like, his. I think his exact words were, he's like, I'm trying to wrap my head around if it was a fair result because I'd been, I was pretty day drunk. And I, he's like, I wasn't sure. I'm like, you know, and I said, when, when England scored early, I'm like, they might have scored too damn early. Because they're going to pull their so. England shit. Like, you can't do that for like 85 minutes. It just, it's too long. They only shot six times, once on goal, over 120 minutes. So I don't know if they deserve to win. Penalties are a tough way to decide a final, but it is what it is. And honestly, I had an Italy ticket, so I'm glad it went my way. And really, like, seven out of the 10 penalty kicks were bad. Like, they weren't good. Oh, so, yeah. It, it was kind of a shitty penalty kick, but it was exciting. The whole time was tense. The game like was waiting. good. You knew Italy was going to score. Like, you were just waiting for Italy to score. I didn't know if they'd score again. That was very tense. Extra time was super, super tense. And, yeah, like, I guess I don't mind penalty kicks to advance in a knockout round, but maybe not for an international final. Like, just keep let them keep playing. Or, like, after the second overtime, do golden goal. play a little bit longer. Maybe give them some more subs, do some stuff like that. Yeah, uh, third third overtime. Oh, I, I, I always wish that there was more creativity around to try to explain it. Maybe take a break, like before they go into overtime. Like give them five minutes to like get some water and like whatever. I mean, 
who knows? There's different ways to think about it. I thought the game was pretty good, but I think you hit the nail on the head about England scoring too early. I was sitting with a handful of England fans despite holding all my Italy tickets. Um, I was safe. They were actually pretty nice. But they said they were like, this is bad. They're not playing. There's creativity's gone. Like it's um and you know, if you ever grew up watching Penn State football with Joe Paterno, they would get up by 21 points and go into this prevent defense, and the end of the game was just miserable because they just keep giving up points and it was honestly like watching my dad. It was like having nostalgia watching these England fans being like, oh, God, they're playing too passive. Look at this. They're just trying to sit back and hold on to this one nothing lead. This isn't good. No. And it wasn't. It didn't turn out good. Thank God for that. I got back in the black. Uh, we'll revisit this again in four years. Actually, three. I suppose it'll only three. be three. That's right, because it's Euro 2020. Euro 2024 coming back. Um, you brought up the NBA Finals. I actually didn't watch much of that, especially once it got out of hand. So I guess we were, you know, the adjustment was right. It zigged when we zagged. Bucks bounced back. We kind of have a series now. Um, do we go 2-2? Are we going 2-2? Like, we'll get, to the, we'll get to this game when it actually happens. We'll talk about it later in the week. Yeah. But I don't know if we have a series yet. I think the Bucks probably still have to win that yeah. game. Phoenix definitely took their foot off the pedal late, which was good as someone that uh, may or may not have had a handful of Bucks alt spreads. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, kind of a never in doubt after a while. It's like, oh, they're just gonna kick the shit out of them here. So, yeah, it is uh, again same odds, pretty pretty much the same line, two twenty ish. That's kind of where it settled. I think a lot of places this close two twenty one, very nervy total right at the end there, especially if you had an under. The buck spread was never in doubt. Yeah, very similar lines for game four. I will probably talk about it tomorrow. I think we'll have a promo bet for that. We'll have a boosted bet for game four. And like I said, we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, more pressing, not really either, because this doesn't start till Thursday too, but the the Open, which I call the British Open because I can't help it. It's like the San Diego Chargers. I will say that for another couple of <laughs> years. I've recently, I've stopped saying St. Louis Rams. Like I've, I've gotten that out of my system. I'm I'm fully on board with the LA Rams now. I don't That's know. Maybe it's McVay doesn't look like a St. Louis guy. He's just like that. Well, they used to be the other Rams. They're just going uh, back, right? That, that's that true. Like, when I was very, when I was very young, like Jerome Bettis was drafted by the LA Rams. Like uh, that was that was a thing. I think it was LA in '93. So yeah, and Stan Kroenke, some some choice words for him in the chat. But open championship. <laughs> I talked to producer Dan a little off the air about this. It's kind of a weird one to bet because these are markets that are open all year round. Like if you follow any golf handicappers, people are adding tickets for this as people ascend. Say like, you know, when Jordan Spieth turned turned the corner, he went from a joke to a bet on. And a lot of people started adding prices for him for the major tournaments, uh, you know, later on in the season, because it's like, well, we're not going to see these come tip time or, you know, first tee once we get to these major tournaments and these, and these markets are open. So a ton of people that bet golf already have their futures in months ago. You know, they're betting on people when, when the market is still low before it gets, before it gets out of hand with them. So, I, I mean, I added a couple here, but like I have a Spieth at 60 to one, like I'm going to cheer for Jordan Spieth or like Danny Berger at 80 to one. I have Hovland at 50 to one. These are, these are just some off market stuff from earlier in the year. That's what I'm going to be betting for. Those are great numbers. I don't like cheering for Jordan Spieth. I dislike him as a person, but I want, I want to win a bunch of money. Uh, Usti is a guy who I'm probably going to back top 10 as well. In case him. he hurts me, but yeah, the top guy and the top guy in my numbers right now, Morikawa, just based off some light modeling I did this morning. 
saying what's important. If you're unfamiliar with this course, you'll get to see it tomorrow on Approaching the Green. It is a Lynx course. It is always a Lynx course. It's always going to be coastal Lynx courses when you head over to the British Open. So there's going to be like no trees, just some scrubby ass bushes, huge fairway. Like it just and a bunch it, of it wind. looks it, a lot of wind. It looks wide open. It's not as Real wide open as you think. Yeah, big pot bunkers, and they don't really they don't like excavate and build courses. It's like they flop courses on top of the ground. So there's a lot of undulations just based on well, this is what the ground looked like before before we put a golf course on it. So very interesting. That's why a lot of people went and played Scotland so they could get some links experience right before they go play this. So probably advantage to some of those people. But yeah, Morikawa just at this number, I'm gonna bet him in any it's, major, especially how he's playing. And then uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Not a guy back a lot, but I had him fairly high. And then, yeah, just Usti shop around. Usti is due, Dan says. I'm all about Usti <laughs> winning this. If And if he gets second, I'm still going to make some money because I'm going to have some Usti top five, top ten. I'll get to that stuff later in the week. But, yeah, top 20s yeah. did good. My, my top 20, top 30 bets went four for five last week, all at, like, right around two nice to one or better. Money. I think one was, yeah, yeah, one was plus 175, but the rest were pretty big. So congrats to those outrights. Obviously didn't get there, but. Chase Seifert was in the in the running for a bit. He was a buck fifty to one, so yeah, didn't quite get there. Lucas Glover, weird. I don't know. I was never going to bet him. He hasn't won in ten years. It was a wild finish. That was actually that was fun to watch. I didn't have anybody basically left at that point, but it was fun to watch. Different names come up, come down. People pop in and out, and I guess it could have been a little better. It wasn't quite as good as um, it was the tournament last week that um, Cam Davis won in the playoffs. So I mean. It was, quite that good but we've had a couple Sundays like this where I mean things have just been really wide open and I like what you said about practice on the links course that's huge I mean you know I know you said you did some light modeling and there's probably not too many links courses for you to put in but it is a different style of play you know it requires a whole different lot of skills like you said the undulation some players are good at adjusting to lies that are uneven some are not and, and you'll really see that so as you're going through anybody that's doing it if you know if there are enough links courses out there I, I would definitely take a long hard look at performance on those oh for sure and i'll yeah i'll have lots of stuff out later this week as we get excited to head to st george's royal st george's i, I think i'm saying it right i don't know the, all those golf courses Something. every day why, why can't you just have a cool name like deer run or john deere pays you to name it that I don't think they do that right. over there. So anyway, golf is coming home. Soccer did not. Golf is coming home. That's what we're doing. Tennis, where's tennis heading now? Wimbledon's over. Congrats. Ash Barty, great job. Australia loves you. Uh, we're heading to shittier parts of Europe, I'm assuming. All over. We're going to go to Prague to play on hard courts. We're going to go to Lusane to play on clay. And um, we're going to go to Budapest to play on clay. I guess Budapest is that, I was never clear. Is that Europe or is that Asia? It's it's unclear to me, but it's right on the line. I don't know. Depends what map you're looking at or what geography teacher you had. But we've got a bunch of tennis this week. Again, three tournaments for the women. The men, I think, have three tournaments themselves. There's also a bunch of challenger tournaments, which is kind of like, you know, triple A tennis for the men, if you will. So, uh, we'll go through. We got a handful of picks here. Um, let's see. Where are we going to start? I'm sorry, Budapest. I can't quite see this here. Budapest. We got Budapest up there. So looking here, we've got an underdog here, um, Golfy. She is someone that came through qualifying. A younger player, really comfortable on the surface. Like her quite a bit in this spot um, at even money. Um, looking at Olga Danilovic minus three games. Uh, now this one you might have to look around for. 
little bit. You can see it's plus 10. This is minus two, minus two and a half a lot of places, but um, I wanted to go ahead and sell out. Um, if Danilovich wins this match, it should be by quite a bit. Um, I might even go back myself later and try to find some three and a halves or minus fours or something just to add a little bit to this position. But minus two and a half, minus two at even money is good. And, um, you know, usually I'm very hesitant, again, about laying small game spreads, especially in some of these WTA matches, because you can have somebody win, you know, six four oh six six four, and you look like an idiot for not grabbing the money line. But I, I really think this is a position where if Danilovich wins, uh, she wins by quite a few games. And I, I don't think it'll really be in too much question unless she loses. So happy to lay the three three games here, Andy. And I, I saw you chuckling there a little bit. Have you run into that yourself at all? I mean, I know you yeah, mostly bet men's yeah, tennis, but I think it happens less there. Yeah, this shit happens where it's like, oh, they won they clearly won the match and like not like Gail Monfils take the second set off. Like sit on the sideline. You might as well sit on the bench for the second set where they just and they get down a break, like, all right, I'll get them in the third. Yeah, that's very annoying. So hopefully we don't run into any of that. And then uh a bigger, a little bigger of a dog here. Lep Chenko. Lepchenko. Right. Yeah, Vavara Lepchenko. Um sorry, just pull up who she's playing i closed out of that tab for whatever reason but you know at plus 155 very competitive player on clay someone that has actually been playing some of the smaller clay tournaments um you know someone again is just underpriced for whatever reason i'm not sure why she doesn't get more respect maybe you know as an older player it can be tough um, for the market really to you know, hold on to. We've got Anna Bogdan here. Sorry, is who she's playing the favorite. Somebody I backed a handful of times, but coming in here, this is her first clay match. So, like Lepchenko here, plus 155. So, a couple picks for us to start there in Budapest. Are these all 250s? Yeah, I, I think they are. They're, one of them might be a 500. So, the next set that we've got up here um, you know, matches in, in Lucerne. I don't know actually how to say that. Um, you know, looking around, um, Jill Teichman playing Zanevska here. I went with an under 20 and a half games. Teichman is someone I really like to bet on clay, but has been battling some injuries and starting to come back. If she is in any good form, she wins this match pretty comfortably. But if she is still injured and kind of looks like maybe she did a week or so ago in her last match, I think Zanevska can actually win and pretty quickly. So this is an under where I think, you know, whoever wins, we're looking at 6-4, six, 6-4 four, six, four or better, something like that. So really like the under there. On the other side of the coin, we're going to go with an over here. Anna Blinkova is playing Olga Govortsova. Um Really like the over here at 20 and a half. I have this at 21. You know, I'd have a juicy 21, maybe a, a cheap 21 and a half here. Govortsova generally is not a great clay player if you go back and look at some of her results, but made a final on clay in her last tournament. And I think it's going to be really competitive. Blinkova is someone that you go back and look historically, loves playing long matches. I mean, it's not Coco Goffian, but it's kind of on that same spectrum to a lesser degree. So always like her overs, happy to go there. And then we have a big underdog here. Oh, Miss Manila. Mandy, Mandy Manila. I forget exactly what she took a break for. I can't remember if it was injury or, or to start a family or whatever, but at plus 215, she's a really talented player, was very good on clay. Again, starting to build herself back in form here. And against Favara Gracheva, I'm, I'm not excited about Gracheva here. She's about minus 250. You know, I have Manila closer to plus 160, plus 170 here. So I'm going to play this down to, you know, plus 190, plus 185, something like that. But there's still some plus 200s or better floating out there. Just the half unit play for me again if she comes out and is playing you know close to what her her former form was i think she can win this match otherwise it might get pretty ugly so not going to attack a game spread anything like that but just kind of a half unit here for a nice big underdog and that's one pride is it, is it storm sanders is up the 
play for us, Andy, because Texas is. That's right, because Hurricane Tiger Black, I think, is busy this week. I'm not really sure what she's doing. Um, so, you know, we'll start here again. Um, you mentioned Storm Sanders there. She is playing Marie Buzkova. I actually thought about playing Sanders' money line here, but, you know, at plus 190, I was hoping for something closer to plus 200. But the total at 20 and a half looks, you know, again, almost a game too low to me. I, this is going to be a very competitive match. Sanders has been much better this year, and Buzkova is someone that, you know, drops games from time to time. So, um, not too concerned there about her um and that'll do it for us we've got three tournaments we've got seven picks there'll be a bunch all week it's tennis this is why we love tennis andy they finish the grand slams and they send them all spread them out to the winds and all these players are out here filling up all these tournaments some better than others but i'm just happy to have tennis it's nice having multiple like i love the majors i love the slams but i like it when there's like four tournaments going on I think it's tougher for books to price when too many things are going on in too many different places. And you can and find some value. So they're not laser focused. Yeah. So I'm excited for Budapest only, mostly. I don't know why. That just seems like a good it's one. It's just a fun, it's a fun word to say. It's a fun city. Well, the tournament's pretty the competitive. Lozon, <laughs> Lozon. Anyway, uh, had, before we get to. Oh, we don't really have much else. Actually, you know what? Somebody asked about the home run derby. I did make a couple small bets. Like, just find the best number of an Otani. They're not using the humidor, so, like, these balls might really fly. You can you can find some props on, like, the longest home runs. I would play some overs on that. I played on most home runs hit by somebody in the first round. I found a 24 at a pretty juicy price earlier. That's getting steamed up. I know. It looks like this is going to be a really fun one. I'm very much more excited about this than the actual All-Star game. I always am. But having this one, having this, up, having this up in Colorado, is a, it's going to be fun, especially without the humidor balls. So I'm I'm just uh, I'm donkey public Andy playing on all the overs. And, you know, it, it should be fun. I'll, I'll definitely be in. There's people that do like pools and stuff too. Get involved in this. It's fun. There's not much else going on tonight. Speaking of going on tonight. Those the people in Springfield say, Andy. We want dingers. We want, yeah, I just want dingers. I love, I love home run derbies, especially once they added the, uh, the tracker, the ball tracker. Oh, thing. tracker. Cooler. Um, I might have to record part of it because we're doing a deep dive tonight. Deep dive is happening. Um, football starts. Eagles and Giants at Deep Dive Pod. If you have anything, if you're an Eagles fan, an Eagles hater, a Giants fan, whatever, or just an NFL you know, handicapper, better enjoyer of the product. Hit us at Deep Dive Pod if you have anything you really want us to bring on the podcast tonight. Otherwise, we're going to spend a bunch of time bringing down the Eagles and the Giants as previews start tonight. It's happening. So on the same YouTube channel, we'll be back at 7 Eastern. It's the next eight weeks of this shit. So I'm excited. You're excited. And we'll be using lines from our sponsor, WinBats, where you can get a free $500 risk-free bet and a Yeti. All you need to do is sign up. A bunch of people signed up over the weekend. All Keeping Matt things. busy, getting addresses, sending them out. And you know what? You can get a tumbler too. 30-ounce Rambler. All you have to do is sign up. The links are in the pin tweet all over the place. Follow at BetSpurts. You can get it. And Alex, are you going to fly home tonight or what? Tomorrow morning, we'll be doing the show at tomorrow morning, and then I'll be running right out of here. So if anybody can see the junk behind me, it'll be much more cleaned up because it'll all be packed in the back. Pack it up. Pack it up. And, uh, yeah, one more day from Vegas, and we'll 
catch you tomorrow, and then Alex back in the studio on Wednesday. See you guys.